Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Darkness, the podcast where I talk about horror movies that most people wouldn't even know existed. I'm Joe Farrar and you're listening to episode 140. Hope everybody's doing okay and staying cool out there. Uh, it's been like 100 degrees, over 100 degrees uh, for the past, uh, I think they said 14 days now. Um, it's beginning to get a little... Uh, relief um, this weekend has been raining and it's um, gonna get to go. I think they should come down to 90, 90 degrees, uh, but it's uh, not gonna last long. And next week it's gonna go back up. Uh, so we are still uh, living in hell right now. But hey, like I always say, that is a good excuse to stay in and watch horror movies that's what i'm doing and um i have some really really good ones to talk about this week i enjoyed all three of these movies Um, but before i do i uh i uh found a new podcast that i really like now this podcast it, it talks about all kinds of genres of movies um but they do talk about horror movies uh too and the name of the uh, podcast is the flicks and friends podcast and um i have their trailer and um i'm gonna play that for you real quick and then i'll talk about it in just a minute welcome everyone i'm dustin and this is the flicks and friends podcast a podcast where I'm joined by friends and we watch and review movies. In each episode, we will be discussing movies of all genres, whether they be blockbusters or blockbusted. Join me each week as we dive further and further into our collections and talk about some seriously awesome movies. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe on all your favorite social media platforms. So grab your popcorn and 3D glasses and become a friend of the Flicks and Friends podcast. Their latest uh, episode is about the movie Frankenstein. And um, I've always said that uh, The Exorcist is what really got me started in uh, into loving horror movies. And in a way it was. Uh, but before The Exorcist, uh, I uh, always, uh, I, well, I loved the uh, old Universal Horror uh, monsters, um, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, Dracula, and uh, I used to get the um, uh, famous monsters of Filmland magazine, and um, Frankenstein and Dracula was my favorite uh, movies out of all of those uh, Universal horror movies, and uh, they go in depth into the old Frankenstein movie, and. Um, I freaking love their latest episode. Um, just uh, a note when uh, I think one of the most horrible scenes uh, for that time period was in and, and heartbreaking too was when uh, the the monster meets the little girl at the pond and they're throwing flowers in the water. And, you know, he thinks it's really pretty, those flowers floating in the water. And he knows that the little girl is pretty. 
And so he figures that if the flowers look pretty in the water, uh, she's as pretty as the flowers. She'll look pretty in the water. So he throws her in the water and she drowns. And, um, you know, and how he, he reacts when he finds out that she's, that she's, how he carries her, um, out of the water. And it's just heartbreaking. And back in those days, that was a pretty, um, that was a pretty intense scene for a movie, uh, back in those days. So, but yeah, they, this, uh, this podcast talks about a, a lot of different genres. I believe they've just started because I think they only have maybe two, three, maybe four episodes right now. Uh, they also uh, have a episode about the comedy UHF um, with Weird Al Yankovic, which I freaking love. Um, so yeah, check out um, uh, this podcast, the Flicks and Friends podcast. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. Now, uh, for, uh, to get along with the movies that I got this week, uh, the first one is a crazy, it's a crazy, um, movie called, uh, Gnome Alone. <laughs> it came out in 2015. It's rated R, believe it or not, and it's about an hour and 34 minutes long. Now, this one is about when a dying woman gives Zoe a cursed amulet, her enemies begin dying stra- tragic deaths at the hands of a gnome. Now Zoe must stop him before he kills someone she loves. Now it's directed by two people. It's directed by Timothy Woodward Jr. and uh, John Michael Elfers. I looked them up, and they, I, there's really no movies that, that I recognize that they have um, directed in the past. But this movie stars the late great Vern Troyer. He plays the gnome, and uh, he's been in a lot of um, of movies. Uh, Wishmaster, freaking love that movie. Everybody would uh, recognize him as uh, Mini Me. In Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, and uh, Austin Powers, gold member. Uh, he was also in a, a comedy uh, that I freaking loved called Bubble Boy. Um, he died several years ago, and that was a bummer. I forgot how he died, but uh, but he's a pretty good actor, and he plays the gnome in this movie. This movie also stars Carrie Noop. She plays Zoe. Uh, Bill Oberst. He plays uh, Mr. Glippin. Uh, he is actually in Rob Zombie's uh, third installment of the House of Thousand Corpses uh, series called Three from Hell. And uh, he's in a movie that I'm going to be talking about uh, sometime in the near future called um, Hell's Kitty. Now, uh, this movie is about uh, Zoe. She, she's feeling like uh, she's... Uh, really all alone, nobody cares anything about her, and uh, she uh, has befriended a homeless woman who um, is actually cursed, and she's cursed by this this almost like a tattoo that's burnt into her arm, and the curse is that she has a gnome that protects her, more or less, and kills everybody who... Uh, does her wrong 
and uh, she happens to get uh, hit by a car from a, a guy who is um, well, he's he's uh, connected to to everyone else who who gets uh, uh, killed in this movie. Uh, but he he hits her and uh, kills her. But before she dies, uh, Zoe uh, finds her and holds her in her arms as she's dying, and the amulet disappears off her and goes to a woman and goes to Zoe and the uh, gnome is for, is uh, there to protect Zoe now and so she starts um, the people who done her wrong there's a bad uh, crooked cop uh, that uh, actually took the call of the uh, woman who uh, the old woman who got killed and uh, she tries to tell him that she was that he was a that she was a um, really nice woman, and the cop he didn't really care. In fact, um, he had really something to do with uh, the guy who killed her. And um, so the the gnome gets the cop, and it's uh, you know, I really don't want to get too much away with this, but it's. It's pretty much almost a uh, ripoff of the Leprechaun movies, but instead it's a gnome. But uh, it's still good. Uh, I uh, at the beginning of it, the the way the the gnome is even um, created is uh, this evil witch has an affair with a leprechaun, and she steals the leprechaun's gold, and I can't remember the whole story, but it all turns into where uh, the witch makes this um, this uh, gnome. Uh, you'd have to, to to watch it to to get the full uh, story, but the movie is really good. The special effects are they're cheesy. Um, the whole storyline is cheesy. Uh, the acting is okay. You know, if you've seen in a fan of the uh, the Leprechaun movies, then you know, you'll like this one. Um, I do know this is a this has got a lot of sexual um, scenes in it. Uh, this little old gnome he goes uh, elbow deep in this girl's uh, cooch in one scene, and uh, it's um, I mean it's it's there's some. I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I, I give this movie a ten out of ten for sure. Um, Vern, Vern Troyer, this, I just didn't think he would ever be in a film uh, like this. But uh, it's uh, the cinematography is really good in it, and the, the special effects is, like I said, cheesy. So I, I do give this a ten out of ten because I, I, I really did enjoy it. It was really entertaining. Uh, you can uh, see this movie on Prime. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube. It's also on Google Play Movies and TV. It's on Vudu. And it's also on uh, Tubi. Now the second movie I want to talk about is called Carver. This came out back in 2015. It's not rated. It's about an hour and um, 15 minutes long. Now this one is about a group of teenagers 
excuse me, a group of teenagers are haunted by a despicable act they committed when they were younger. Someone is out for revenge. The question is, who? It's directed by Emily DiPremio, and it stars Laura Davis. She plays Sophie. Mark Ryan, he plays Anderson. No, excuse me, Mark Ryan Anderson plays Sean. Uh, Alex Torby plays Dustin. And Grace Cubis plays young Chloe. Now, this one, I liked this movie. This is an independent film, and it reminded me a lot of the movies that I'm usually in. It, uh, it's low to no budget. The acting is really good for independent actors. Um, you know, it's no one real well-known. Uh, but it's about the... the well, it's a uh, mother and her son. And the, the boy has a best friend who's a young girl. And um, they just get... Uh, she goes to their house and they... Uh, give her some good news that they're going to be able to adopt her and the boy says that she's going to be able to be his sister and um so they're they're carving pumpkins for this school uh contest pumpkin car contest and uh they're on their way with uh the pumpkins in a wagon and these group of bully kids two two girls and some boys uh this is on halloween and uh, they stop him and uh, they crush the boy's pumpkin. He's all upset. And uh, they uh, they go on to school and the girl gives the, the boy her pumpkin and he wins. And on the way back, uh, something happens and they confront the kids in the woods. And the boy happens to fall into this hole. And the girl... She's trying to get the, these uh, these kids to help help him out, and they said, uh, you know, they're gonna um, they're not gonna help him out and everything. And uh, as they're um, kind of scuffling around with the girl, she happens to slip and fall into the same hole, and uh, so they run away. And later on, the uh, family in the, the town uh, has a uh, search party looking for him. The, the kids, they um, act like they don't know where they're at. And they even get some flyers and uh, uh, pass some flyers out. And, um, uh, you know, not letting anybody know. They're just keeping the secret to themselves. Well, years later, they're, they're uh, high school seniors. And uh, the girls are cheerleaders. Most of the boys are uh, football players. And... Uh, the anniversary of the the uh, death of these these two kids or the, the two kids getting missing um there's a uh, killer that starts uh killing off these kids who cause these boy this girl and boy's death won't tell you much more than that uh, there is a lot of uh, uh twists and turns you think it's one person then it ends up to be the other person um it's it's a really it, like i said it's an independent film 
you know, low budget. You know, it looks like maybe some friends got together with some camera equipment and just made themselves a little movie. But uh, for a movie that's independent like this, it is really good. I was really thoroughly impressed with this movie. Um, I, uh, like, a, like a lot of people out there know, I'm, I'm an actor and I've been in uh, several uh, independent films. And this reminded me of the kind of movies that we make. Um I mean, the, the camera work is good for the equipment that they had. The acting is good, especially the kids. This, most of the kids in all these movies are just amazing actors. Um, they're teenagers, not as good of actors as what the kids are. Uh, but uh, I still have no complaints with this movie. The special effects is really good in it uh, for the money that they had. The acting is really good. The storyline is... Is, I, I love the story in, uh, of this movie. It's just I, I just get, I give this movie a ten out of ten. Also, unfortunately, you can't find it on too many uh, streaming services online. It is showing on Tubi, and it's showing on Plex. I didn't see it on uh, on Prime or anywhere else, but it is showing on Tubi. So if you have Tubi, uh, uh, check this movie out. It's really good. I uh, really do recommend it. Now, right after this short break, I have another movie that I was really surprised over. Um, I was, wasn't expecting what I saw. And uh, I will uh, talk about that right after this short break. Now the last movie that I want to talk about, like I said, is a, a movie that really pleasantly surprised me, uh, and it's called Stitch. It came out in 2013. It's not rated. It's about an hour and 34 minutes long. Now this one is about parents grieving the loss of their young daughter, head to the deep desert for a healing ritual where they unexpectedly release Sinister Forces. Now, this movie is directed by someone I've never even heard of before. Her name is Ajay. That's it, just Ajay. And it stars uh, the veteran actor Edward Furlong. He plays Marston. Um, everybody would know Edward Furlong as the, um, in the Terminator 2 Judgment Day movie. He was also in Pet Cemetery 2. I really liked him in a movie called Brain Scan that um, I'll be uh, talking about sometime in the future. I have that DVD, and it's I love that movie. Uh, he was also in a movie called D uh, Dark Real with Tiffany Shepis. And he was in the remake of um, The Night of the Demons. And if you haven't seen the remake of Night of the Demons, don't, don't go into watch the movie because it's nothing like the first one. The first one is a classic. It won't take the place of this one. But that movie is freaking good. Um, there is one scene in this movie, um, the remake of Night of the Demons. Uh, if you saw the original one, Lania Quigley, she has a scene where she um, pushes a lipstick into her tit and uh, 
pushes her finger through her tit and everything, and she circles the thing around her, her up to, uh, circles up into her nipple, and then pushes the lipstick into her nipple, and uh, then that's it. Well, this they they do have that scene in the remake, <laughs> and it's so freaking hilarious because they they add a little more to it. And uh, spoiler alert: if you do want to see this movie, um, and uh, if you don't want to know what what I'm fixing to tell you, then leave the room for a second. But I have to tell this is my favorite scene. I love it. Um, this woman is uh um she's dressed as a cat and Lania Quigley she was just in a little pink tutu like thing dress or whatever. Uh this woman was um in a cat outfit and uh she takes the lipstick and she does the same thing. She draws around on her on her uh, breast and pushes the lipstick into her nipple. But then the uh Lipstick. She t- puts her hands between her legs, and blood starts shooting out, and the lipstick comes out of out from between her legs, and so that's a little different. But then this guy, he's watching her. He's her boyfriend, and he comes walking back into the room with these other two, kind of looking a little dazed and asking if he if everybody has uh, seen her and if they think she's okay, and they're wondering what's wrong. And he said. Well, he kind of hesitated and then he says she pushed a lipstick in her tit and it came out a pussy <laughs> that, that, that was one of the uh, funniest scenes in that movie I freaking loved it but yeah he is uh, he is um, in that movie uh, uh, the uh, remake of Night of Living, Living Dead I, I kind of uh, ramp starting rambling on about but I love that movie. This movie also stars um um Shauna uh Waldron. She plays uh Serafina and Lawrence Mason plays Pirino. Now you'll know Lawrence uh, Mason from the Crow. If uh he played Tin Tin in the Crow, the one I believe it's the one where the uh the Crow gets uh, this uh, flock of uh, crows to um, attack him and tear his, his flesh off his body. can't remember which uh, which one, which movie that was. But yeah, this guy was in The Crow. This, this movie also stars uh, Diane Salinger. She plays the landlady. Uh, you would know her from the Rest Stop movies, Rest Stop 1 and 2. Uh, she was in Dark House, and she was also in a movie that I talked about about a year ago, a Christmas movie called Sleigh Bells. Now, this movie, like I said, was it really um, pleasantly surprised me because uh, it's about uh, this couple whose um, daughter dies, and it don't tell how exactly she dies at the beginning of it. Um, it just shows that, that uh, you know, them grieving that the doctor comes up to them and tells them that, you know, you, you can't even hear them talking. It's at the beginning, what's before the credits. And, um, there's, you know, they break down and everything. And, uh, so, uh, then it, after the credits run, it shows them, the, the, the married couple, 
and their two friends, uh, they uh, take a trip out to the deep desert to this pretty big mansion out in the desert. And uh, the landlady, she's uh, uh, she's the bitch, and she's waited. And they she got mad at them because they were late, and they said, "Well, why didn't?" You wait inside. She says she's not going to that house. And that should have told him something right there. Um, but anyway, uh, they leave or she leaves and they get their stuff and they're going in the house. And they're there to do this ritual um, to uh, uh, stop the grieving of their daughter. And um, so they go out into the uh the desert and they set up this little altar like thing they got a cow's skull on a long pole and they they raise it up and they build a bonfire each one of them has an object of the little girls and uh one of them is a doll i think another one is a picture i can't remember what the other two things was but each one of them had an object of the little girl and um so they had this ritual and uh they start chanting I call death at first the mother doesn't want to say that but they they eventually get her to say it and they all start calling out I call death and um, then they each throw one of the the objects in the fire well then later on in the the house they're uh, you know doing whatever and this doll shows back up kind of singed but not burnt too bad and it's all stitched up and uh the mother you know she starts getting pissed and wants to know who who was it that would do something like this and um nobody you know didn't they didn't do it and so but the doll shows up it starts coming to life it starts moving um then uh the uh, the couple's uh one of the couple's friends the woman uh, she's uh, hears something while they're all asleep. She goes downstairs, and something attacks her, and slices the, her head open from her head to the side of her face, and then automatically stitches it up. And uh, each one of them gets hurt in a certain way or another, but then they automatically get stitched up. And so they decide they're going to try to leave. And so they pack up, and go outside, and their car's gone. So the only thing that they can think of to, to do is to get away from this house and all this stuff that's going on is they're going to walk, which they think uh, they calculated that uh, the closest town is like 50 miles away. And so they, they said that's the only thing that they can do. So they start walking, and this is where it starts really getting weird. Um, there is a uh, solar eclipse, and... The whole world can see it. And uh, clouds start um, rolling in and uh, a lightning storm hits. And it forces them back into the house. And from that moment on, this movie is a total mindfuck. If you uh, if you watch this movie Stoned, uh, well, I mean, if you... If you feel like you want to then go ahead but uh getting this movie will trip you out they got some really crazy crazy scenes in this movie demonic uh 
um, possession and um, floating objects and throughout the whole movie there's this lightning storm outside the, the visual effects in this movie is amazing and the sound effects is, is, is I just freaking loved it um it, the acting is really good um I don't think I, there's anything that I didn't like about this movie it, it just it's strange it's weird like I said it's tripped out if you watch it stone you know if you, if you can if you can handle it when you're watching things like this when you're stone okay but you know it may put you into a big bad trip but uh it's a it's a it's a fair ass trip um it's kind of uh, complicated until the last 30 minutes of it and that really the, tells explains the whole movie the, the ending of this movie is very important. It tells you exactly why they went through everything that they went through. And uh, it's kind of sad. Um, but uh, I, I loved the movie. It's, it's, it's something different. Something I've never seen before. Um, and Edward Furlong, uh, I heard he was an asshole in, in real life. But uh, I like his acting. Um so um and all the actors is just amazing in this movie and the special effects are there it's creepy the demon in it is uh is pretty creepy in itself and um it's just i just love this movie i i wasn't expecting what i was expecting or what i saw um so yeah i, I definitely give this movie a 10 out of 10 every horror uh fan needs to see this movie so yeah you can watch it on prime it's on google play movies and tv it's on uh, youtube you can watch it on plex it's on voodoo and it's also on tubi so yeah that's the movies uh for this week uh, just to recap the first one was gnome alone give it a 10 out of 10 uh, it's just a rip off of uh, the leprechaun movies but it's really freaking funny um cheesy uh very sexual there's a lot of sexual scenes in it um and just hilarious i freaking loved it uh and then but yeah i give it a 10 out of 10 and then there's carver uh independent film about a uh it's a slasher movie about a group of kids who uh, uh something unexplained uh, un, and just something that happens to them when they were kids um when they grow up to be teenagers uh someone starts coming back to get revenge for what they did and uh it has a really twisted um plot twist to it um so yeah I give this one a 10 out of 10 also and then the last one is Stitch. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, surprised over this movie. Um, the acting is just amazing. The special effects is okay. Uh, you you can tell that uh, the lightning storm and the clouds and the, the solar eclipse, it's all green screen. But with the, with the acting that, that goes on in this movie and the, the sound... The sound is a, is one of the stars too. I mean, I love the freaking the sound 
effects in this movie. Um, so yeah, I give this one a 10 out of 10 also. Out of these three, you know, I was going to pick Carver as my favorite. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think I'm, I kind of like Stitch. I don't know, I like Stitch and Carver about the same. Because I like um, slasher movies. But Stitch is something different that I don't think I've ever seen before. So I believe I would say my favorite would be Stitch and then Carver um, as my uh, top favorite movies out of these three. I uh, just can't pick one out of these three movies because they're they're all really uh, amazing movies. So yeah, that's the movies for this week. I hope you uh, get to... Uh, uh, to see these movies and um, if you want to get hold of me uh, my email is into the darkness podcast at g- 1961 at gmail.com and if you want to send me a voice message or um, anything like that and if it's not too long I will um, play it on the next episode and don't forget, um, starting the first, starting next month, I'm going to be um, not on every episode, but um, every few episodes, I'm going to open up the vault and revisit a couple of movie, movies that I've talked about in the past. I won't go with deep, you know, like I usually do on these main three, but I'm going to just recap on uh, some of the. Uh, movies that I talked about in the past and um, that would be something you know in case you missed the, uh, the episode that I talked about the movie in um, you know, if you don't want to go back and listen to the whole uh, episode you know and it just gives you an opportunity to uh, to find out what this movie is about and maybe you can watch it that way so, so yeah, I hope everybody has a good weekend and make sure if you're in this uh, states that is hot, make sure you stay cool. And as always, keep it scary.